Hey everyone, it's me. Welcome back to this week's episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast. What's up, guys? I am joined by my co-host, Art Bazarkanian. How are you, Art? What's up, guys? <laughs> my name is Bridget Murawski, and I'm the creative director of Baz Brothers Unlimited, a vintage wholesaler based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California. Don't roll your eyes. It's new no, listeners was, every episode. No, that's not what I was doing. People don't necessarily listen chronologically. Yeah, yeah, you were rolling your eyes. Just in our normal little detailed notes here, jumping right in. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Questions, comments, concerns, please send them that way. Social media, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at mybestvintagelifepodcast. Website, I switched over the website this week. Um, Still selling through Shopify, but we have a new website hosting platform, and that's exciting. It was a decent amount of work, so I hope you enjoy it. It's the same layout as the last one, just a little different. You can still sign up for our newsletter there for vintage resellers. You can still purchase mentor sessions there and find our wholesale FAQs for anybody looking to place an order. Right now, there's just not other shopping available, which will change soon. It's just a work in progress. And then uh, don't forget, if you'd like to show your love for the podcast in a non-monetary way, you can rate or review the podcast. Show your love. Show your love via the Apple Podcasts app or Podchaser. It's been a while since we got a review, so we'd love one. I got in trouble the last time I showed my love. Yeah. Yeah, I almost got arrested. <laughs> um, just like anything else, there's an, there's an algorithm, and when you give us a good review, it puts us out there for more people to find and hopefully learn from and laugh with us. So thank you. And then um, check out my blog, The Girl in the Awkward Outfit, via Substack. That's S-U-B stack, The Girl in the Awkward Outfit. Uh, obsession at the moment. I do not have one this week. I couldn't think of one. What? Yeah. Not even Olipop? I think I've talked about Olipop. Okay. Yeah. How about that new one you had? Which one? Oh, ice cream. I mean, I'm that's a given. obsessed with ice cream. Yeah, that's true. I should have had one before we did this. Well, you can reward yourself and have one after. Yeah. Can I have that It's It Pop? Yes. Okay. I've never seen that before. It's like a Sunday pop. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do you have an obsession at the moment? Yeah. <clears throat> These Modelo Oros. Modelo Oro? Yeah. Is it like a light? They look light. It's a very small can. Yeah. It's. I think it's kind of trying to be like the Michelob Ultra. Oh, yeah. 90 calories, yeah. three carbs. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. carbs. I can't do beer. I know, but this is beer that doesn't slow me down. Yeah. It's like drinking water, but it's I, got a little um, taste to it. I like beer. I like weird beers, <laughs> I guess you could call them. No, you have a really cool palate. It's very complex, so you need yeah. a beer that's complex. So yeah. you like your sours. Yes, you I like sours. You don't like hoppy. No, I don't do IPAs. No, right. oh, no, 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 no. <clears throat> I've tried. I think maybe one time I had one that was just so smooth that I was like, I could do this. But um, Do you remember when Wu brought me a uh, yes. cu- couple of beers? And a couple of those were really yeah, good. Yeah, but he spends a lot of money on those beers. Right. Woo, woo doesn't spend money. <laughs> he he get, has connections. Woo is, He'll drive. Woo is... Art's high school best friend who yeah. sometimes comes to the warehouse. That's his last name, but we yeah. just call him Wu. Wooster. He, uh, he's cheap. <laughs> he's frugal. frugal. Yes. He's frugal. Yeah. 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 He's, he's so he'll drive, all, he'll drive all the way willing. to San Diego yeah. and hit Have all the... Br- no, to go to the breweries and get things at discounted yeah. price because he has his brother-in-law 
has connections at all of them, so he gets 20% off. So I always say, hey, woo, by the time you're done with gas, doesn't it come out the same? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, all <laughs> he right. He knows it does. <laughs> I'll, I'll always be a wine gal. I mean, I love a cocktail, but a lot of times I just don't have the energy to make one or I don't have all the ingredients on hand unless I pre-plan it. So for me, it's it's white wine. I used to love red wine when I was younger, and then when I moved to California, and you're in the heat a lot, just white wine. I love reasoning. You know, that Boone's Farm that strawberry doesn't <sighs> count as a red wine. Oh, God almighty. I did not drink Boone's Farm. I drank Arbor Mist. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, we used to sell so much Boone's Farm when oh, we had yeah. our liquor store. It was a buck eighty-seven, and, you so know, bad. with the tax was 6.5%. So you Hangover ha- from And I had hell. to do the tax, you know, manually. You mm-hmm. piped in, so... On the registry, but 187, 13 cents. So it's $2. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. Um, I mean, I love Riesling. That's my favorite. I love a nice. How about Gurs? Gurs Traminer. Yeah. Gurs Traminer. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chablis. Mm. Miss Chablis? The Lady Chablis. Lady Chablis. Yeah. Um, Whites. White wine. All right. What are we hitting today? What's our topic? Our What's our topic. big topic? Okay. Is it the big picture? It's the big vintage picture. It's a very important big picture. Yeah. Art and I, well, I brought this up to Art yesterday. So what do you want to talk about? And, um, you know, we're like, do we want to educate? Do we want to talk about fashion? Do we want to talk about history? What do we want to talk about? And I had this idea, and it's it's really, from me, been pure observation. Now, granted, I'm I'm not on social media a lot. I'm on a lot answering questions, messages, posting. I don't get to check out my feed much, but when I do, I would say you're above average. Probably. You're not excessive. Yeah. You're not Well, because compulsive. I don't want to be like I don't want to be one of those people that has absolutely no connection to um oh, it's Golden State. It's the horse stuff. Should I go get it or do you think they'll know to put it up top? I would go get it cuz you're going to be worried the whole time. Okay. You want to keep talking? No. Okay, let me pause. Okay, sorry about that. We're back. Um, yeah, so we're talking about the big vintage picture, and we're, I was talking about social media presence, and I notice, I notice a lot of people on social media when I am paying attention, which I actively try to do. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people that are putting so much energy and time time and effort and i'm not saying these are bad things or bad qualities to have but putting so much into social media without ever taking the time to step back and analyze what they are really getting out of it yeah no remember we were the way i look at it is and we were discussing about okay the the goal Goal of your business, goal mm-hmm. of your enthusiasm, and the or season, as a collector. The season your business is in. Because mm-hmm. when I say what they're getting out of it, I don't necessarily mean how much money they're making off of it. Because no, no, no. not every business is in the making money stage. You might in your first year be in the making connection stage, building your email list, building your following, an organic following. But then eventually that will hopefully translate into sales, into revenue. So I guess for me, it's, you know, depending on what season your business is in, is all the effort and time you're putting into it, are you reaping rewards from that? Right. But the thing is, though, 
you need to have set yourself what your goals are from from it like you know depending on your season if your your goal is to generate revenue well then you need to figure out is the time and effort you're putting generating if your goal is to like you said build a following and somehow translate that into revenue i agree with you on that but i think goal setting and goal creation has become like so archaic it's it is archaic, but the thing is, they've they, people have switched it to followers as opposed to a goal, a goal, a tangible a or tangible, an achievable goal. Because you are not yeah. in control of your followers. People look at a num- that number as a yeah. like their goal, and that yeah. it, no, it, no, it shouldn't be that way. No, I a know, goal I, would be I mean, okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. It was me. Go ahead. A, a goal instead of saying I want 500 followers. You could say, by the time I hit 500 followers, I hope to be growing my email list at the same rate, or I hope to be making X amount of sales per week. That's a, that's a goal, not just the number. And just, and I mean, I've, I have just seen so much, and I've talked about this before in the podcast, people who like, you have a follower, they haven't been online in two years. They might get online once a month. You know, they might not even use their account anymore just because that person counts as one doesn't mean they are one they might be more like an eighth of one do you remember in the early days we would always talk about convertible traffic in what sense in that search engine optimization yeah and the goal was to convert right people that actually came to your site to actually what is your ratio and then the higher the ratio you had then that was what you were going for as opposed to a total number of visits it's kind of like the same thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Or no, did I lose you? You didn't lose me, but... It's the same thing. Like, is it more important to have a bunch of followers or is it more important to have you need engaged? To have engaged and converting. And con- Ex- once again, converting doesn't necessarily mean revenue. It could mean converting them to an email list, converting them... To engage. To engage, converting them to come to a pop-up, to be right, a right, physical right. presence. Yeah. Yeah. And you never know. You might convert someone to join the biz, join the community. Right. And I, I was I see this girl. I don't know if she listens to the podcast or not, but we, we are, we re- recipro- reciprocally follow each other on Instagram and TikTok. And I think she has great taste. She has, she sells cuckoo vintage, which is my nice way of saying like out there and the kind of vintage that I've always loved. And it was the vintage that got me started off. It's the... Funky patterns, funky prints, funky graphics, just not Americana like a lot of our clients buy. She has really cool taste. And I constantly see her posting about being frustrated about the algorithm or about the amount of followers she had. And I did comment on one of her posts, and I, I can't remember if she read it or not, but I was like, hey, girl, what, like, what are you making from this? And I've had this conversation with people that I'm friends with too. I don't necessarily consider her a friend because I don't know her that well, but I've had this conversation with my friend, like friends, like you're kind of belly aching and wallowing about wherever you are, but like, what are you getting out of it? What are you trying to get out of it too? That's like the thing. Right. You know, it's really important. Like, remember what I was saying is, if you're doing this for pure joy, then get the joy. Yeah, if no, you but know what there I mean? aren't many people out there that are getting pure joy out of social media. It's causing them a lot of stress. It's causing them a lot of anxiety. It's causing them issues with their, you know, keeping up with the Joneses in a sense. What does this person have that I don't? Why does that person's body look like this in mind? It's just, it, it goes so far beyond 
people, I'm telling you, people, even though they're on there for a business purpose, they're, it's just, they're really out of their heads on a lot of stuff. So it's about discipline and focus when you're on there, huh? It is. And it's hard for a lot of people because these, these apps, which are technically well-functioning, well-oiled machines are designed to just suck you in. I mean, I've never given into TikTok. It's a slot machine. Um, I guess so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they use all sorts of weird psychology. Well, that's me. I, I could sit at a slot machine for 12 to 18 hours and not even blink. But and, see, I have no, I have yeah. no desire to gamble. To me, all. it's not gambling. It's just, that's, that's the equivalent of it. It's the same, like, you know, you win, you lose the, it's that endorphin. It's that hook. Yeah. Social like media me, learned get, how to do I that. I get hooked on Pinterest, which honestly, if you're going to pick an app to get hooked on, I'd say Pinterest is like the least dramatic. You don't see anything about. Isn't that the recipes and pretty well, pictures and places? It's, it's very visual. You don't see a lot about sad things going on in the world. You don't see anything really about politics. It's for me, I see like stuff about interior design recipes horse tips uh fat like street style so i that I, sounds really naughty. i get sucked into <laughs> what horse tips <laughs> yeah just the tip just the tip no like you know exercises to help build your core to ride a horse stuff like that it's very like for me pinterest is very harmless mentally for me i never ever get off of well, it and information feel now, some people use Pinterest as a serious driver of revenue. A lot of people don't make money from it, but some businesses, it's it's big money for them. Wow. So it might be stressful for some people. That's the thing. It's subjective to every person. Not everybody right. has TikTok. Not everybody has Instagram. So, so these are tools that you should use wisely. Use wisely, but also, you know, look like, going back to our topic, look at the big vintage picture. Okay, to me... Nobody's big picture in any business should be their social media. No. Like at all. <clears throat> I think that's a, a portion of the picture. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, a sizable portion for some people, some people not so much, but it's not the big picture. So in your opinion, what is part of the big picture? The big picture has to start with what are you in it for? You know? What is it that you're doing? Are you a, a business owner trying to grow revenue? And if that's your goal, then it should be about numbers. Now, if it's about, I really love engaging with people, I love learning and I love, then fine, I, I get it. But to me, you know, the, the big picture for me personally for me is moving product. Right? right. And moving the product to the people I actually like. Velocity. Yeah. And velocity is different for yeah. everybody. You have some people who are like, okay, turn and burn. Let's get it moving. Get it in and out the door. And some people will sit on an item for eight weeks. Velocity is so subjective as well. But that can be a season but it that has you're to, in. Your, that velocity has to be very close to what your buy habit is. Correct. You have to have that imbalance. Well, that's where... Well, you know, imbalance. Correct. Not imbalance. Not I am. <laughs> yeah. I am in in balance. Yeah. Um, and that's where retail math really comes in handy. Correct. To know how many weeks of stock you need. How Which fast you may sign up for on our website at the everyday low price of nineteen ninety-nine. Velvet Jones. <laughs> retail math class, if you're interested. No pressure, but it is helpful. 
even if you just have a few key terms under your belt. Um, even the dinosaur loved that retail math class. Dinosaur has not taken retail math class. She needs to. She, she talked her, about it. She has her own math. Oh, that she's di- said that before. Yeah. I have my own math. It's, uh, I use that abacus thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're the dinosaur. <laughs> um, okay. Getting back on track. So the big so, picture. All right. So let's say you're in a situation and you're like, all right, you know what? I really like what Bridget has to say. Uh, and art was kind of funny, but I don't know why I kept interrupting her because I was really liking listening to her. So what should I do if I really do want to evaluate? What steps do I take? What do I, what do I look at? Do I look at how much time I'm spending? Do I look at what my sales are coming from? How do I know that I need to adjust? Well, one of the one thing you can do is you can look at your screen time on your phone if you have an iPhone. I don't know if there's a counterpart to that to the Android system, um, but you can see breakdowns. And there's other apps you can download for this, but breakdowns of what you're spending on social media now. I'm, what do you mean by that? Like it'll tell you, oh, you were on minutes. how many minutes? And a percentage you're on. of the pie chart is social media, okay. and then it breaks it down by minutes. And it's, it could do that on daily for you. Uh, daily, yeah. You can make I mean, a log. Sh- you probably don't want to see mine right now. I've been on social media a lot today. No, it's it's fine. Answering questions. No, I just want to be okay. able to help people so they can be accountable. This is my day today, June 9th. I've been on social media for an hour and 58 minutes today. Okay. A lot of that. Is been, that a lot? Well, yeah, and I've been answering questions about the shorts, All the done. short deal that we're doing. Yep. So, And then it breaks it down by Instagram. One hour and 19 minutes. Okay, so let's use me as an example today, right? I've spent an hour and 19 minutes on Instagram. Okay. okay. How much on TikTok? 12. Okay. Not much interaction. Is there a Facebook? I don't, I don't have the Facebook app on my phone. Okay. I hate Facebook. I got you. Like I literally just have the Facebook messenger so, app. So those are the two biggies for yeah. most people? Yeah. I spent 30 minutes on email, 24 minutes on text, 13 minutes on Safari, which is my browser. And then, you know, it, it breaks down a little bit further. Weather. <laughs> Um, and then I, I, then I I readjusted the camp, the, our camera system in the warehouse, uh, because we had some Wi-Fi changes. So I was on that app for nine minutes, but just so you know, it breaks it down. So that's very nice. Yeah. So I spent an hour and 19 minutes on Instagram. Now for, for me today, for our business today, Instagram, being on Instagram was incredibly, oh, sorry. I had uh, my do not disturb. Let me put it back on being on Instagram today for me for one hour and 19 minutes was insanely profitable because right now we're running a short special, a wholesale short special. You mean cutoffs? Yes. Not well, a short special. like a Denim cutoffs. Denim cutoffs. Now, I can look at that one hour and 19 minutes and say, hey, it was an hour of my time, but well spent because I got a lot of orders for us. Now, if I look at that at the end of the day, let's just say it's only 2.46 here. Let's say it's 8.46 at night and I'm looking at that and that one hour and 19 minutes turned into maybe two and a half hours. Three hours. Three hours. Is that normal? Three hours for somebody? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but totally. For me, some days, it, ha- it just that's just how it is. Okay. Um, let's say I look at those three hours and I say... I analyze. So you're talking about what steps can you take? Yeah, this would yeah. probably be my first step. I say, okay, I've been on social media for three hours today. What did I get out of it? Did I get any email signups? Did I get any new followers? And if so, did I interact with them? Did I send them a hi, hello? 
or did I just kind of like, you know, because when you're in the growing, when you're in your growing season of growing your Instagram, a lot of people have the ability to greet every single follower. I, I can't do that. I don't have the time to do that, but some people do. And it's a good way to build a relationship. I like that. You should do that. I tried to. I used to do it. I used to send video hellos. Oh my God, that was so nice. But it's been a long time since I've been able to do that. But okay, so did I get any new email list subscribers? Did I get any new followers? If so, did I interact with them? Um, did I get any sales? What is my revenue for today? All depending on the season of business you're in. So if you hit that three hour mark and you look and say, crap, I didn't get anything out of that. Except I. You might have learned something. It would have been like equivalent to watching TV. Um. Yeah, like a documentary, maybe. I don't okay. know. But I'm, I'm just saying. Or, like, or it depends on what you're looking at. Are you looking at other accounts and saying, what can I learn from them? Yeah, or yourself. are you looking at silly reels? Gotcha. Which are like TikTok, um, Instagram's answer to TikTok videos. So are you looking at silly bullshit, some girl, you know, popping her ass around, like, what? you know, shaking it? Or are you looking at, I mean, there's a lot of people dancing on reels and TikTok. Okay. I'm, I was just trying to be funny. That is funny. So are you looking at like a jiggling ass? Or are you looking at um, how you can build your business? Yeah, there's like some of Sometimes the Sometimes it's fine should... to look at the jiggling ass or the dog or the horse that's, you know, making singing. a funny face okay. or he's singing. Um, but should probably be less of that and more. <laughs> Might be a horse jiggling their ass. But you, you should really be focusing more on things like if you if you didn't get anything out of it for your personal business what did you get out of it what did you learn from looking at others okay does that make sense 100 percent. now i like to keep things positive so let's say you found out that shit you wasted your time okay okay totally tomorrow's a new day yeah okay don't beat yourself up just try try to say you know what i'm gonna do something productive on it whether like bridget just said to educate myself or I'm going to try a different approach and I'm going to go like, Hey guys, just got in a bunch of X and I'm offering them to you right now for this price, you know, make it a, a call to action in the sense a call. Let's, you know, like put yeah. yourself out there. Call to actions are very important. Um, no matter what season your business is in and what you're trying to achieve, a call to action doesn't mean buy this sign up now it could be something as simple as message me um or do you think it's leave too your email or drop your email in this sign up yeah or do you think it's too early to sell t-shirts or do you think it's too early for sweatshirts or just something to kind of get a gauge of what the people that are interacting with you what is it that they're looking for in a sense mm -hmm. you know so that way you could be very target specific and this is social media heavy only because prior to social media business was business and there are a lot of factors that went into running a business and those factors still exist today. Social media is the biggest factor that 10 years ago wasn't as heavy of a presence 20 years ago, not a no, presence at all. It's so the reason I'm, we're what, focusing on it, I think is to, to get people to get back to communicating and talking with their clients, talking with people that walk into your door and also Focus on them. Yeah. And not, I think this is not hardest. being famous on social media. It's so hard for people that don't have a brick and mortar or don't actively get involved in pop ups or don't have like a long term pop up lease. 
um, people who are online only, it's really hard because that's the only opportunity you're giving yourself really to engage, engage. Yeah. And that's tough. Right. Because it's, I don't think it's a true measure. It's, it's, you know, you could be, have the most dynamic personality, but it might not show through. Yeah. TikTok or Instagram. I know a guy who's amazing face to face, but you put him in front of that camera, 75 takes later, he might get something right. (laughs) Hold that thought. I forgot we have to do ad reads, so I'm going to do them back to back, and then I have another thing I wanted to talk about. Okay? You could have just said, shut up, Art. I would never say that. Mm. Okay, our first ad. Three margarites, resellers of curated finds on eBay. Antique, vintage, contemporary. Hand-smocked dresses on Sunday mornings. Pearl snap shirts in the same dance hall where Grandpa Grant's grant. Grandpa waltzed Granny. He granced her. He granced her from behind. A Shetland wool sweater. I'm sorry, Lisa, for ruining your ad. A Shetland wool sweater keeps you cozy around the campfire. Chicken soup and the price is right under an heirloom afghan. We hope you'll find these memories and more in our eBay store. Three Marguerites gladly ships overseas purchases through the eBay Global Shipping Program. And you can find three marguerites, ebay.com slash str slash three marguerites. That's M-A-R-G-U-E-R-I-T-E-S. Thank you for your patronage. Elwood Vintage was opened in 2016 with a dream and three t-shirts. Six years later, Elwood Vintage has the perfect piece for every occasion. Put on an Elwood Vintage tee and hear the loud guitar screaming, feel the drums beating, and you're singing your heart out at your favorite 80s rock concert. We have that Buttersoft Biker tee that will take you back to your first motorcycle ride with the wind in your hair with zero Fs given. Visit ElwoodVintage.com. Don't forget about that perfect crisp pair of jeans to jump into in the morning. When you buy vintage, you're buying more than the clothes. You're buying the memory and the good vibes that come. Elwood Vintage. Wear them till they melt off. Thank you for your patronage. And I will be back with patron program announcements in a minute. But I wanted to go back to what we were talking about. I was talking about some, I was talking with someone that we've been doing some business with, a young man. And um, he said that he wants to take a break from social media because he feels like he can't be vulnerable anymore. And that really struck a chord with me. Because you're putting yourself out there. And he feels like he can't be himself. And that made me really sad. Um, because of his opinions, because who he is? I don't, I don't know. He has a pretty decent following, and the more followers you have, the more knuckleheads you have to deal with and uh, shitty comments and people. Believe me. I, I, I get it. I know you get your so stuff. There's so much unsolicited advice and opinions, on, especially on TikTok. It is brutal. Really? Oh, my God. How about getting it where people come into your warehouse and try to tell you how to run it? You just say, I know. that's nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> but nice. But, but that's yeah, you, back to this, That's you. I know. But This is a young person. They're 23. I did it when I was fucking young. I told people, like, hey, man. I know, but you I'm saying you, now young people face a lot more criticism. You know why? Because they all got freaking ribbons. That's why. They didn't teach them the difference between, like, just oh, learn to everybody stand up. gets a gold star. Everybody gets a gold star. No, stand up for yourself. He's kicking ass, and he does not need to apologize to anybody. Well, he knows that. He knows well, that. Better. But it's still, it's it's easier said than done. You're not on social media, right? No. No, thank you. Right. So. I'll tell him to fuck off. Tell okay. me to wear weird shit. Not. <laughs> 
What? Where weird what? I don't know. Who's that freaking idiot that was trying to tell you to, to donate this? And Oh, oh no. We're not. No, no, no. no. We're no I, I talked about that on the private oh, okay. episode. No, no, no. Yeah. We're not getting into that on the All public right. episode. Yeah, I'd love to see that clown show up here. I'll pop him in his head. Okay. Let's Just saying. refocus. I want to go and back people to- learn. When you hit someone, they learn. Go ahead. Oh, Art, no. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I've hit someone. I'll admit it. It's not a thing I'm proud of. I don't want to they learn, promote right? violence. That's not violence. You disrespect well, me. I, I don't think Get you understand. Get ready for a can of whoop ass. <laughs> That's what's missing. Act right. You don't act. I, if I don't act right, I expect someone to either tell me or uh, hit me. So we'll be uh, number 400 on the charts next week. Whatever. I All I care about is the art you're, chart. You're, you're pulling away from where no, I was okay, going. Okay, we're going back to where Bridget was going. No more pulling. Let's someone, go back. Someone saying they, they, they can't be themselves online makes me sad. And I'm telling him, sack up and be you. Okay, that's not easy for everyone, Art, and not everyone is you. Why are you saying my name repeatedly? Just like not everyone's me. You know right. how easy I pop off to people and people yeah. look at me like I'm nuts. We are nuts. Okay. Well. <laughs> We're different than everybody because we're learning. We stand up for ourselves. We're not going to get bullied into being who we're not. And he shouldn't either. Okay. All right. But, what I, but what I yes, wanted to say to is that I think it's sad that someone feels like they can't be themselves online. True. And if, if someone's giving you crap for being yourself, then they're not the right follower for you. I don't know if you know this, but like you can block people you can have you can actually remove someone as your follower and not block them. Like if they're just being silly or stupid, if they're not being like rude or aggravating you, just remove them as a follower. Then they won't see your stuff anymore. Then you don't have to deal with them. I I am a firm believer in quality over quantity. And the people that are following you need to see you be vulnerable and see you be yourself and be able to be okay with it. If not, they they should they should know better to unfollow you. Or to just not look I at your shit. I got a question for you. Yes. Would you say followers are like your little private village? It's like your community. Your community okay. is a really good word. And if there was a person in the community that wasn't acting right and he was burning down other people's huts and houses, would you say the community's obligation mm -hmm. is to remove this person and put him away from everybody? If you have a strong community, your community will stand behind you. And okay. I've, I've had. And if you aren't being absurd uh-huh and that person is absurd so you should just remove them and not feel that they are they don't have the right to be in your community because they don't know how to act properly right and that's exactly well, and that's the you, advice you're giving is and you can remove them set boundaries them. for people right you know if so if you have a bad experience post something you know do a video post a story like hey this is what I expect out of you as my followers. This is the respect level. I hope that you will give me. If you do not, I'll either remove you as a follower or I'll block you. Yeah. And don't and expect they, reciprocity from me the, as a follower. Here's the best part. A lot of times when you take that stand, people know that they can't do that to you or they'll unfollow you. Yeah. Which is great because yeah. that's not your every day. That's not your community. I set the tone. I set the tone real quick, and people, a lot of people, have learned quick from me. Some people probably think I'm a bitch. Um, I'm not. I Listen, just have life, very little time I, to mess around. I teach this to my kids, okay. And some people don't like it, but I don't give a rat's ass. Life is not a popularity contest. 
You have to be you, regardless of what that is. And people need to learn to accept it as long as you're not being a jerk to anybody else. Yeah, but unfortunately, social media has been set up to be like that. And Nope. Life isn't social media. Oh, I mean, I know you feel it's that way. It's a tool. You don't use a hammer for everything. You need a screwdriver. You need a drill. You need a saw. You need different that, things. But you're a different generation. I'm a different generation. The younger generations, there's a lot of them listening to this. Teach them. It's very different for them. Right. That's why we're trying to empower them. I mean, I see kids walking to school every day with their, you know, their noses almost up to their phone just sucked in. There's no, um, there's no Well, that's why we, that's why it's even more important to communicate to them and explain to them that's not reality. Yeah. So I just want you to know if you're a young person listening to this and you're building your business, there's so much more to business than social media. There's a big picture. It is part of your picture and it can definitely help you grow. But if a year from now, two years from now, TikTok disappears, Instagram disappears, I hope you have some eggs in another basket. I really do because you'll be screwed. By eggs, do you mean email list? Email list, website. I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum, pop-ups. I just want to remind people because sometimes we get new listeners and they just jump in. I know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I personally, if I could pick, I would have a brick and mortar if I was a vintage reseller or I would do a long-term pop-up just to really build a local physical following um, versus a purely... Virtual one. And obviously, I think the ultimate, ultimate game winner would be having a, a brick and mortar or a long-term pop-up and also having a website. That's just, that's about as good as it gets. Um, and Luckily, a lot of places, a lot of cities are now doing these long-term pop-ups, these temporary spaces that people can experiment and see in a test sense. Um you know, how their business can grow and if it's something that's meant for them. And some people just, it's not going to be for them. They can just, they can only do online because they have a full-time job and they can't walk away from that yet. There's a multitude of reasons, but um, I really do like the idea of physical selling and, and even if it's just doing a flea market once a month, it's just getting yourself out there and having a local audience is really helpful, especially living in the era we live in of such, you know, virtual conversations and and virtual presence it's nice to have that physical presence so i'm going to go into our patron program now no new patrons this week some people do owe us patron questions burning questions but we haven't gotten them so that's okay whenever you're ready you can send them my way first off we have the five dollar level you get an on-air shout out it's especially great for those of you who have businesses and you get to ask Art a burning question. We ask that on air and he gives his response and you get access to two bonus episodes a month. Right now we have over 25 bonus episodes in the back catalog. You have access to those as long as you're a paying patron. So if you just can't get enough of Art and I and you want to learn even more and get some juicy gossip and some backstory, the uh, bonus episodes are great. I kind of... I don't want to say I'm not myself on these episodes, but I let loose sometimes on those and laugh, complain, tell weird stories. Um, so it's a crack up. I love for five dollars. You get a lot of value out of it. Yeah. And um, Art's been joining me on some of the bonus episodes. He's trying his best to do as many as possible. There's two a month. 
we could get him to at least do one a month, that would be great. And um, that's the $5 level. The $20 level, you also get access to those bonus episodes, but you're getting an ad on the podcast. So I just read our two ads. You get to give me a 30 to 60 ad, a 30 to 60 second ad copy of your choice. You get to write it and I'll read it twice a month on our public episodes. So if you're looking to grow your business, get some new action on your website, build your email list, whatever it may be, it's really, um, I think it's worth it to do an ad on the show. We have listeners all over the world in many, many different countries. So especially great for those of you who ship internationally. And then our $25 uh, level is all the same features of the $5 level. On-air shout out, burning question for art, two bonus episodes a month, and you get to do some text mentoring with me via the Nudge app. So it's um, a one-on-one conversation with me to help you with your business questions. You get to ask two burning questions a month. And if you're interested in our video mentor calls, those are now being sold through our website. You can do a one session um it's not really a package it's just one session a three session package and then six session package and those range from 75 to 300 dollars nice you know what i wanted to talk about oh yeah oh this past week we did a was it a tiktok or an instagram i don't even remember with the lee jeans (laughs) um i did i i put it on both so both yeah so a lot of people have seen it. Yep. So I had somebody reach out and they said, I saw this and and they called me and they asked if it's possible to buy some. So I said, sure. And is when is a good time? Okay. Right. And I said, well, let's do a video call tomorrow at X time. And I literally spent 10 to 15 minutes on the phone and was able to show them because it was two people there buying on the other end and they ended up picking 25 to 30 jeans and different things that they loved and paid and shipped so it was 15 minutes of time generated decent revenue so that's like a tangible thing like you can say okay you know somebody saw my reel or video and was interested in it and Go that extra step for them. If they want to do a video call with you, do a video call. You know, I, I do want to say, if you're listening to this, you might remember when I did have that set up on our website, um, virtual shopping. The reason why we stopped doing it is because for the longest time we had very bad Wi-Fi issues here. And we just haven't started it back up again because we've been busy. Um, so the one thing I do want to call out, I think that's a really good suggestion with Art, but... Definitely make sure that wherever you're doing this, you have a very strong Wi-Fi or internet signal, yeah. that you have good lighting, and that you're prepared going into it. Especially if you're charging people. Um, well, I didn't. For tra- their see, time. I didn't charge them for the time for for them because I they, I just said because I knew they were going. Well, you told them if you if you spend this much, I won't charge you for my time. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And so just be open and then have a rack ready. Have things that someone was into. Oh, I loved your rock tea you showed. Do you have more? <laughs> well, put a rack, a rack together and then have that video and just go through. So this is another great example of time put into social media. We took time to make a TikTok and then people, you know, we reap the benefits of it. 
Exactly. And but the, the thing those is, people you, were interested you, in stuff other than the Lee, right? Yeah. And then it gets and them the, looking at other and stuff. And they've also set up a visit for July. Right. So, which is great. So, the point is, don't stop like the process. Just go that extra effort. Of course, I'm super busy. Of course, I'm putting orders together. I've got tons of things. But at the same time, the whole point of me putting time into the videos is to get, you know, to move some of the stuff. That's why I do it. Yeah. Art, the TikTok influencer. <laughs> I don't influence anything. Um, I just I did... show. I'm the exhibitor. Oh, no. I just had a great idea and I forgot it. God damn it. Oh, it's that sieve of yours. My, uh, <laughs> no, your head's a sieve. That's what my mom used to say. Your head is a sieve. His head's a sieve. His head's like a sieve. Um, yeah. No, I just had a really good idea. It was about the video call. Maybe it'll come back to me. In the meantime, though, I did have um, one of our longtime listeners reach out um, because she had heard me talk about my great aunt on a past episode. Oh, yeah. My great aunt, Lou, who passed away, and she had um, worked in the garment industry. And I said if anybody had any relatives who had also done so and they wanted to share their story, I would read them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, this is from um, Miss Master's Closet. That's Miss, M-I-S-S, Masters, M-A-S-T-E-R-S, Closet on Instagram. And, um, oh, sorry, I just closed out of it. Give me a second. And they have a, um, a link tree on their Instagram if you want to check out their stuff. Okay. I lived in New York City for many years before finding out some interesting facts about the namesake side of my family from my aunt. My grandfather, Max Master, knee... Max Meister, but the name was Anglo anglicized, changed upon coming into America, arrived in New York City via Ellis Island circa 1906, which is cool because that's around the time when a lot of my family was coming over as well. Um, their father. It was the pierogi famine. Yes. No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Polish joke. Thank you. Their father, Isaac Israel Master. What a name, she said. Was already working as a tailor in the garment industry, and Max's two older sisters worked at Bonner's Embroidery. Girls? Maybe as in girls' clothing? On March 25th, 1911, Max witnessed the infamous Triangle Shirtwaist Fire, which later inspired him to become a union organizer. As someone who was already living in New York City for 10 years and have always loved seeing... Uh, sewing, embroidery, and textiles. It was truly a magical moment to realize this connection with my own unknown family history. I think there's more in our genes than we know. Oh, 100%. Fun story. It is. It's, they say that your blood pulls. I mean, I mean, I always think of me and people laugh. Like, you know, I tried everything. I went to, I was a biochemistry major, became a doctor, but yet I'm selling shit. <laughs> it's in the blood. And that's what um, my dad did. Yeah. That's what my grandpa did. My great grandfather. It's in my name and blood. It's funny because for me, I don't see it, you know. What's I don't, that? Because my Aunt Lou wasn't a blood relative for me. Uh, she married into the family. So within my family. No, no, you're you're an alien. I'm convinced <laughs> of it. I'm convinced of it. I mean, my dad was always very creative and my mom was creative, but there's absolutely no one in my blood relatives that worked in garment or clothing industry. No, so, I see the creativity. Yeah. Yeah. More so. You've just chosen But it's not to like I'm that. a seamstress or I know how to sew well. So I guess, you know, I wouldn't expect that of me. I think it's more of the creativity. Yeah. I watched my mom, what little we had, she decorated well with what she had. And my dad um, 
would win visual merchandising awards for when he worked um, specifically for CVS as a store manager, um, which, you know, it's like, okay, it's a drugstore. How much can you do? But still, it's a creative process. So I thought that was a really cool story. Oh, it's a great story. Um, and I don't remember what it was that I was going to say. It was something specific about the um, the video calls. But the Wi-Fi, make sure you have good Wi-Fi, make sure you're prepped yeah. and make sure you have like ideas of like, don't go, oh, I really like that shirt. The third one. How much is it? Uh, yeah. I don't you know. Just, go into it with a, into a it review. Because you want to save your time. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is um, if any of these issues to you, if, if you're listening to this and you have like, oh, God, I have this issue. I have that issue. I need to work on it. I need to grow. And you want to, you know, work one on one with me with that. That's a really great thing to work on during our mentor sessions. I think a lot of people when they come into the mentor session, they're like, well, what are we going to talk about? And um, I've definitely helped a lot of people kind of focus them, themselves on the social media aspect and figure out what do I really want out of this? Am I growing at the rate I need to? And not everybody wants to talk about that and that's fine. But if, it, if that's something you've been struggling with and you want to talk about it with me, that's a really great thing to schedule a mentor session for. So absolutely, because I, I feel like we, one thing I've really prided myself on and I'm proud to say we have is very high engagement on our accounts. We might not have a hundred thousand followers, but the followers we have, we're highly engaged and it's like a community. It's like it a is. family. It and is. That's and that's very why important. And that's to yep. me worth way more than any number. Exactly. So, um, I don't think I, we did the patron program, no new patrons. We did our ads. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add? No, you covered things so well. Yeah. And if, if this episode to you, like if you're listening to it and you're like, I don't know, this doesn't make sense to me. Or you have like maybe an idea to further develop the topic, like a uh, point A, B, C. picture. Yeah. I mean, we, we started off with the big picture, but if you want to get nitty gritty or do some bullet points, like we're doing a little outline for a report, Art's like, oh God, here we go. Here comes the nerd. Um, you know, let us, let us know, get in touch with us. We give you um, various ways to do so. And um, if you are interested, we mentioned our denim short offer. I figure worth mentioning while we're recording. Yeah. Uh, right now we are doing a denim short offer. It so is these are, sh these are shorts I've had for about 10 to 15 years we bought out a place down in southern california and there were probably i don't know 20 to thirty thousand shorts and i think so, it's worth mentioning these were already shorts i've had people on tiktok what do you do with the scraps and like all these people are like liking it i'm like okay if you watch our profile and don't get that we recycle just about everything yeah i was like you don't understand or you didn't listen well these were already shorts and art had the great idea to even them out because a lot of them were wonky or just not different complimentary lengths. yeah exactly kind of dowdy frumpy right you know almost like clam diggers which if you like those that's you they yeah like, like shit i mean me. they, yeah they went down to the knee yeah. they were uneven links so i said you know what let's just cut them all acute conservative but cute length yeah it's like not we did a three inch yeah it's we did a three inch inseam yeah and it's, it's just perfect and so they're from the 70s 80s and 90s mm -hmm. you and know. you get with your order it's 199 dollars 
you get 25 pairs of denim shorts and you get shipping included. Now that's for the continental US. Um, I've had someone place an order from Canada. Let's talk if you're interested and figure out what the yeah, shipping will be for remember, you. It's an extra $25. I don't think it's worth it really for anybody else like in Europe or Australia. I think it's just not really going to be beneficial cost-wise for them. No. So I'm sorry. Unfortunately, that's just the way things are right now with shipping. Um, and if you're in California, I would need your resale license to see a copy of that. So that's something to keep in mind. But um, right now I have the link in our link in bio which you can find on TikTok and Instagram. And if you can't figure out how to get it, so let me know. So we cut, yeah, so we're like doing I said, we did 2,000 of them. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, I just want ahead. to let them know that as in less than 24 hours, <laughs> we've already sold 1,000 of them. Yeah. Yeah. So there's still 1,000 left. And I'll probably cut more in the coming weeks. But for now, that's what's ready to go and ship. And we're selling two size groupings. We're doing, um, so when you get these, if you order them, Disregard the tag size we're doing measured. So measure 24 to 30 or 30 to 36. And that is all we have to offer. So please don't ask me, why don't you have this size or why don't you have that size? That's just, I'll, you know what I was thinking of doing? Like, that exist. I was like, I was thinking of doing it like a 34 to 40. Do you have it? I do. Oh, see, well then why wouldn't you tell me that? I just did. That's a lapse of communication. I just told you what lapse is there. Now there's probably people listening that are like, oh, I would have bought that. Well, maybe you should. Uh, let's option two, look, three. Let's talk first, <laughs> you okay. and I. Okay. Right. So, anyone that heard that, just pump the brakes because Art should have told me that beforehand. Uh, sorry about that. Regardless, if you place an order, you're going to get fabulous shorts. It's a nice little way to test denim shorts. I've had a few people say, hey, I don't know anything about women's clothing. These are all silhouette women's silhouettes um and we are putting together some order for men, people who want more of a men's cut but uh it, it could be a great test for you we always talk about testing your product and testing your customers and it's low risk potentially high reward um if you want to talk what what we think a suggested retail price could be for you we can help you with that as well if, if you're new to selling shorts so uh, that's all I have for this week. In the meantime, my friends, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, be kind, and don't be basic. And I'm saying goodbye for Art and myself because he almost peed his pants. Bye.